Many years ago, when I was a schoolboy, which was a few years ago, I can remember learning the laws of physics at school. I can remember learning, in particular, the law, second law of thermodynamics or entropy. Um, I can remember discussing it with a, a school friend of mine and getting rather depressed. Because what entropy means is that basically everything is settling down, everything's kind of winding down, that the whole universe is kind of like a, a battery running out, and there's a a law of physics that dictates that it is all going to end. And when you're young and you think you're going to live forever, the source of a physical certainty to the end can uh, be unwelcome news. Well, I was reminded of that thinking of today's readings because there are many people who take a similar reaction when they hear the Lord Jesus speak about the end of time. But the point I want to make to you today is that the Lord's teaching that time will end is actually good news. So we're now approaching the end of the liturgical year, um, which will end next week, just before we start Advent. And every year, the church at this season reminds us not just that the year ends, but that eventually time itself will end. That the Lord Jesus, as we heard just one example of in today's Gospel text, he tells us that he is going to come again. As he said here, come in the clouds with great power and glory. And the point I want to make to you tonight is that this is a pivotal part of his message. This isn't some kind of weird add-on to everything else he said. But the fact that time will end, that he will come again, this is a pivotal part of his message. Now for those who think that this world is all there is and all there is to live for, then the news that this world will end that their clothes will rust away, that their bodies will decay to dust. Well, that's then bad news, if you think this is all there is. So why is it good news to be told that the world will end? Well, the truth about the end of the world is that everything is heading towards a goal, everything is heading towards a majestic destiny. That time and history have a direction. And the Lord of time and history, he's Lord not just who will come at the end of time, not just who made the beginning of time, but who is Lord at every moment of history in between. And to grasp that fact is to realise that therefore my life and my history has purpose in me. Whereas to fail to grasp that fact about the Lord of time and history is to fail to realise the meaning and purpose of my life. Now, there are many people who think that there is no purpose to life. There are many people who think that it's all just a random sequence of events. 
And one of the biggest reasons people will give for thinking that is the presence of suffering in the world. And I think that's why it's important to note that almost always when the Lord Jesus predicts his coming again at the end, he talks about how we are to behave in the midst of those sufferings that will in particular characterize that final time of distress. And the point is this, that a, a Christian isn't supposed to be surprised at the presence of suffering in his life. That sufferings will come, but we have the promise of something more, something even more important. And this year, the readings the church offers us to focus us on the end of time, they focus us particularly on the promise of what is to come in those end times. So we heard in the first reading from the prophet Daniel, which announced that even though there will be a time of great distress, nonetheless, he said, your own people will be saved, the just will rise to everlasting life, and will shine as bright as stars for all eternity. Well, in the Gospel, we heard the Lord Jesus say that after the time of great distress, he will send his angels to gather his chosen from the ends of the world. So that the point is this, that there is this promise of something better to come. So let me close by focusing that, by noting that there is there's an implicit challenge to all of us in this, which is a question of where we live, where we place our hearts. That do we, do I, do I live with my heart set on this world so that the thought of this world ending fills me with sadness? Or do I live with my heart set on the Lord and on the promises that he offers? So to come back to where I began, entropy, the second law of thermodynamics, it, it no longer fills me with sadness. I love this world, I love life, but I'm happy to hear the promise that it will pass away.